Welcome back to our study in the book of 1 Samuel. It's a little different study from what we've been doing in the past because we've been mostly in the New Testament. But here we're studying historical truths that come out of historical facts that we see people, we see their failures, we see their good points, and we see what God does in their lives, and we learn so much. Now remember, Eli is the priest at the tabernacle in Shiloh. He's been the priest, and he's been in the priestly family for years, and now his sons are supposed to be the next priest, but they are not good men. Let's begin verse 12 of chapter 2. Eli's sons were scoundrels. They had no regard for the Lord. Now it was the practice of the priest that whenever any of the people offered a sacrifice, the priest's servant would come with a three-pronged fork in his hand while the meat was being boiled and would plunge the fork into the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot. Whatever the fork brought up to the priest, he would take for himself. This is how they treated all the Israelites who came to Shiloh. In other words, this is how the priests got their food, is the people would come, they would make a a sacrifice of an animal to the Lord, and they would, you know, it would be boiled or, or put in some pan or whatever, however they did it, and the priest would get a portion of that for his food. But the scripture says, but even before the fat was burned, the priest's servant would come and say to the person who was sacrificing, give the priest the, some meat to roast. He won't accept boiled meat from you, but only raw. If the person said to him, let the fat be burned first, and then take whatever you want, the servant would answer, no, hand it over. If you don't, I'll take it by force. This sin of the young men was very great in the Lord's sight, for they were treating the Lord's offering with contempt. You see, God had outlined how the priests should be provided for, and they were not willing to accept that. They wanted the best meat, and they wanted what meat they wanted, and they wanted how much meat they wanted, and they didn't pay any attention to what God had said. When God tells us something, it's important to obey. It's not up to us to make uh, a choice about how we're going to obey and, and pervert it and change it and do it the way we want to. That's not up to us, and that's why we get ourselves in so much trouble because God's very clear about many things, and when we begin to twist those to suit our own fancy and our own desires, it produces a lot of chaos and problems in our life. And... The, the, but the scripture goes on to say, But Samuel was ministering before the Lord, a boy wearing a linen ephod. Each year his mother made him a little robe and took it to him when she went up with her husband to offer the annual sacrifice. Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife, saying, May the Lord give you children by this woman to take the place of the one that you, uh, she prayed for and gave to the Lord. Then they would go home. Then the Lord was gracious to Hannah. She she gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile, the boy Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. So God really blessed Hannah with five more children after Samuel. And Samuel was growing too, and he was learning, and he was serving the Lord. He was growing up in the presence of the Lord, the Bible says. Now Eli, who was very old, heard about everything his sons were doing to all Israel and how they slept with the women who served at the entrance to the tent of meeting. So there were some young women whose job it was to keep the tabernacle clean, and the, the sons of Eli were having sex with them, which was totally wrong, totally immoral, totally ungodly. Here were two men who were supposed to be uh, godly men, and they were married, and then yet they were having sex with 
some other young women who worked in the tabernacle too. So Eli told them, why do you do such things? I hear from all the people about these wicked deeds of yours. No, my sons, the report I hear spreading among the Lord's people is not good. If one person sins against another, may God may meditate, or mediate, I'm sorry, for the offender. But if anyone sins against the Lord, who will intercede for them? His sons, however, did not listen to their father's rebuke, for it was the Lord's will to put them to death. These young guys were rebellious. And when I say young, they weren't teenagers. They were married men. They were young men, probably in their 20s. And they had been spoiled by their father, Eli. He had, he, had not, had, he had not disciplined these boys, the scripture indicates, growing up like he should. He had let them have their way. And now, even though they were working as priests, they still did what they wanted to do. They didn't pay any attention to God or to their father. And the Bible says they would not listen to their father and his rebuke. It's important for us to recognize we have a real key to play as fathers in the life of our children, and we are to make sure that they are disciplined and that they don't get everything they want, that they don't, they don't rule the, the house, but that we give them a wonderful place and they're greatly loved and greatly accepted and they know that, and they know that with their father as well as their mother, but they also sense the importance of obedience both to God and to their parents. And a person who does not learn to obey their parents will most likely not ever obey God much because they are used to doing it their way and not doing it the right way. But then there's a little insert here in verse 26 of chapter 2. And the writer says, And the boy Samuel continued to grow in stature and in favor with the Lord and with the people. What's interesting about that is that's almost the exact same thing that's said about Jesus when he was a boy. After he went to the temple at 12, the Bible says that he continued to grow in stature and in favor with, with God and the people. Samuel was right there in the middle of the mess that was going on with Eli's son. He saw them as they mistreated people when they brought their sacrifices, as they demanded certain things from the people, as they were immoral. He had, to, he had to know that was going on. He saw all of that, but yet his heart was turned toward God. Isn't it interesting that several people can experience the same things and some go one way and some go the other but it all comes down to, as God deals with us, the choices that we make in response to him. And if we choose to follow him, and if we choose to trust him, and if we choose to obey him, our life will be different. But if we don't, then just like these sons of Eli, we will make a mess of our lives and we will hurt a lot of other people. Now, I'm going to stop there for today because it's the next part uh, needs a little bit of special explanation, and it's a very important, it's a very important thing when a man of God comes to visit Eli at the house of God, and what he has to say in a prophecy to Eli the priest. So I hope you have a great day today. Just trust the Lord, and be the get, be the man and woman God wants you to be.